Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. For more information about Adventure Church, please visit our website at adventurechurch.tv. Now prepare your hearts for a message from God's Word. Welcome to Church on the Go. So excited that you're joining us today. I hope you are enjoying time with your family and that you had a wonderful Christmas. In just a couple days, we will be ringing in the new year. And I love the new year because the new year means that there's a a clean slate, kind of a fresh start. There's a starting point to say, this year is going to be my best year yet. This year, I want to make changes. This is the year that everything could get better for you and for your family. So I'm praying for you and I'm praying for your family that this year, 2015, would be the best year yet. You know, as we get into the new year, we always think of, again, things that we probably want to change. You know, we want to eat better. We want to exercise and we want to read our Bible more and and maybe get more involved with church and and serve more and and be better with our money. And and maybe it's even like quit smoking or some other habits that we want to break that we say, you know, I'm going to do this. January 1st, it's going to be a new year for me. Or maybe if you're like me, I say, after the, the football games are over, then I'll get to my commitments and, and really begin to make that change that I want to make. And oftentimes I, I see someone who maybe is a bit ahead of me, who's a little bit further down the road, who has had success in areas that I want to succeed in. And I can look at them and, and really say, man, I aspire to be like that person. And their, their lives, though, can seem so distant from mine. Like, man, how, how am I ever going to get to where, at, where they're at? How am I going to get to that level of success that they have? And I can often forget the process that they had to go to to get to that level. And when we look at it, it's really a lot of small things that they probably did a lot of small disciplines that they have uh, put into their life, that they've put into practice, that's helped them achieve that level of success, that's helped them get to where we want to go. And I think this is the thing that we need to realize, especially heading into a new year, heading into a time where we want to make changes, is that it's often the small things that no one sees that results in the big changes that everyone wants. I want to say that again. It's often the small things, the daily disciplines that no one sees that result in the big things that everyone wants. One of the leaders in my life that I respect the most is Jim Bradford, a pastor I had the, really the privilege to serve under. And, and when I was around him, you know, he was just such a godly man. You could just tell that, that he was close with Jesus, that he walked and, and was led by the Spirit, and just one of the best spiritual leaders I'd ever been around. And I asked him one time, I said, you know, what is the key to that? Like, Pastor, I, I really want to be like you. I want to, I wanna, uh, when people get around me, I want them to sense the closeness of my relationship with Jesus. And he just said, it just comes down to the daily discipline of every day. As, as his day would start, he said, I will spend time connecting with the Lord that I'll spend time reading his word, I'll spend time in prayer and spend time in worship with him. And he said, sometimes it's short, sometimes it's longer, but what I try to do is keep that consistent every day in my life. And those small disciplines, that small investment of time every morning made a big difference in his life. 
It's the small changes. It's the little things that give us the big results that we want. You know, example is maybe you want to have a stronger marriage this year. As you look at this year and you go, man, these are some things that I want to really get better at and these are some things that I really want to strengthen. And, and again, those small things that you could do that could result in a big change. And, and you look at your marriage and you go, man, I really want my marriage to be better or, or my relationship uh, with, my, with my spouse. I want it to be stronger. Well, what, what's a small thing that you could do to make that happen? And maybe it's just as simple as this. Maybe you commit to pray together every day. You say every day, no matter what, whether it's 30 seconds or 15 minutes, I am going to make sure that I pray with my spouse. Even if I'm traveling on a business trip, I'm going to call her or call him and and we're going to connect and pray together because when you're praying together, what does that do? One, it opens up a line of communication. If you're praying together, you're talking together. You're hearing about what's going on in in their world and and you're getting a sense of their heart and and what they're feeling emotionally and helps you understand them better. And when you just take that small commitment, you're going to get to know each other better. And when you're praying, it's really hard to to stay mad at someone that you're praying with and, and that relationship will begin to grow. And before you know it, just that small discipline of praying together every day by the end of the year could result in a big change in your marriage, could really strengthen your marriage and your relationship. So today, I just want to encourage you, as we look at a new year, often we get caught up in the end result. Today, I want to say, don't focus on the end result. And, and don't be afraid to start small. God actually encourages us in his word to start small. And he says, starting small is actually a good thing. In Zechariah uh, chapter 4, verse 10, it says, do not despise these small beginnings, For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. You know, sometimes, again, we just want to skip through the process. We just want to get to the end result. We just want to lose the weight. We just want to get healthy. We just want to get out of debt. And what God is saying, that if you skip the process, you won't be prepared for the destination when you get there because the journey is the phase where God really prepares us and gets us ready for what he has for our lives. You learn things about yourself. You learn things about God and who he is. So we can't skip the process and we can't be afraid to start small because the process, again, is where God prepares you for your purpose. Every step in the journey has a purpose in God's overall plan for your life. You know, now that college football is coming to an end, it's very sad. I love college football, but college basketball is starting and that's probably my second favorite thing when it comes to sports is college basketball and March Madness will be here in just a couple months and the NCAA tournament will be happening and I just really look forward to that it's it's one of the the most fun times of the year when it comes to college athletics and basketball and one of the greatest college coaches of all time was was John Wooden at UCLA he won 10 national championships, seven consecutive titles between 1967 and 73. And as he would tell the stories of his success and explain to people, you know, kind of the, the, the fundamentals of what he did that helped him achieve those levels of success, he said that his first practice with his team consisted of sitting down and teaching them to put on their shoes and their socks carefully. 
And the players could just go, man, what is this all about? Why are we spending time messing with our shoes and our socks? I mean, can't we just get out on the court? And he explained to them, he said, this is very important because if you don't put on your shoes right, you'll get blisters. And when you get blisters, you'll have pain and you won't be able to play to your optimal level. And so he started with that small, basic thing to make sure that his team would have the success down the road. And he began to build that culture into that team and into that university, into that program, that we are going to master the basics. We are going to major on the fundamentals. And his quote said this, he said, it's the little things that are vital to a team. It's the little things that make the big things happen. This year, 2015, I really felt like for you, for me, for our church, that it's going to be the little things It's going to be the small adjustments, the small changes that are going to bring about the big end result that we're all looking for in our lives. And so this year, what I'm asking you to do is to focus not on 10 things, but on one thing, one small change that can make a big difference in your life. You know, one of my favorite passages written by the Apostle Paul is found in Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. And it says this, he says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection. How many of us are there, right? We haven't attained where we want to be. We have a lot of things we want to achieve this year. He says, I I haven't done that, but what I do, but what I do, he says, but I press on to possess the perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed for me. He said, Jesus has already gone to where I'm going. He's already at the end result. He's the alpha and the omega, that he's the beginning and the end, and he's already there. And so what I'm trying to do is possess what Jesus has done for me. He says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on, key words right here, one thing. Paul says, I'm focusing on one thing, and this is it. I'm forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead, and I will press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling me. Life's a race. 2015, for most of us, will be a race. And Paul is saying, man, to run the race effectively, to win the prize, to each, to reach the end goal, to achieve the big result, I'm just going to do this one thing. Forgetting what's behind. Focusing on what's ahead. You see, Paul had a past, a bad past, actually. Before he encountered Jesus, he was actually killing Christians. He was trying to do everything he could to stop the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then he had an encounter with God and it changed everything. And so Paul was saying, man, I'm not going to allow my past to keep me from my future. You're not going to allow 2014 to keep you from achieving everything God wants you to achieve in 2015. You're going to be able to make the change because what you're going to do is you're going to focus on the one thing that God is calling you to do. And the awesome thing about Paul is, is that he goes on to say, in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8. So he says, again, in, in Philippians, he says, I'm focusing on one thing. I'm forgetting my past, moving to what's ahead. And he says, in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, he says this. This is at the end of his life. He says, as for me, my life has been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me. So Paul achieved his end result, focusing on the one thing, the future that he had with Jesus and the promise that Jesus had, that he had a good plan, an awesome plan. And so this year for you, maybe you have a past. Maybe you have some issues that you're trying to overcome. Let me encourage you to focus on your future. 
to focus on what God has for you and focus on the little things, the small things in your life that by the end of the year could bring about some big results. I believe we need to take Paul's advice and focus on one thing that we can do in 2015 to make sure that we finish strong and make it our best year ever. So here's your assignment. Here's your homework assignment for the next few days, maybe a couple weeks. But I want you to focus just on one thing for 2015. To say, what is the one area, what is the one thing that I can focus on? Maybe you can even find one word that God would sum it up in. And, and, or, or one phrase that you could say, for this year, this is my word. This is my phrase. This is what I'm going to keep in front of me. This is what I'm going to focus on. Forgetting what's behind, focusing on this one thing this year. And I believe that it will take me to the end result that I desire. But you need to pray. You need to seek God for that and say, God, what do you want to do in me, in my family in 2015? Where do you want us to be at the end of this year. And let's focus on that one thing. Let's not list out 10 resolutions that we wanna do, because let's just be honest. By the end of January, most of us are, are maybe trying to accomplish one anyway. So why don't we just start the year and say, look, I'm gonna focus on one thing this year. And then when next year comes, you'll focus on another thing. And in a few years, man, if we really focus our energy and our passion into that one area, I think we'll begin to become the person that we really wanna be. We'll see the big results, the big changes in our lives. For me, I've been already praying about this and I've asked our team to do the same thing. I'm saying, God, what do you want me to focus on this year? And the word that he's brought to me is enjoy. He's saying, Kyle, I want you to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. For me, I'm, I'm all about getting from A to B or for, as, as fast as possible. I'm type A personality. I say, we just need to get to the goal. I just need to get to the end. And don't really spend too much time thinking about the process. And, and like I said earlier, the process is very important. It's where God is preparing me for my destination. And so I really feel like God is telling me this year to focus on one thing, and that is to enjoy the journey. I love the car commercial. I'm not even sure which car it was, but the tagline in the commercial, it said, is the journey is the destination. And what that means is, is that the journey, it's just as important as the final destination. So I'm gonna try to enjoy the journey of our church, to enjoy the journey with my children, with my wife, and to say, man, help me, God, to just pause and to take it in and to enjoy all the blessings and all the things that you're doing in my life. The verse that he gave me for that is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. It says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. So that's my focus. I'm gonna to try to always be joyful, to continually pray and seek after God, and that's it for this year. And so I don't know what yours could be, but begin to pray God and say, God, what do you want my one thing to be? And God, and when you find that, say, God, what verse could, could I focus on? What verse could I remember for this year to help me stay focused on that? So what could that be? What is one word? What is one thing that you could focus on this year? Because again, it's the small things that'll bring about the big changes. And look, one day, if we can focus on those things, just like Paul's, he arrived at his final destination. He said, I achieved the prize. I won what I was going after. I got to where I wanted to be. We will too get there. One day you will be in shape. 
One day you will be healthy again. One day you will be spiritually strong. One day your marriage will have healing in it and your relationship will be better with your spouse. One day you will be blessed and out of debt. I believe it can happen. I know it can happen if we focus on our future, if we stay close to God and we pursue him with everything else. You may start small, but I believe that you will end big. So today, whatever that is for you, would you spend time in these next few days, maybe even weeks, to say, God, what are you going to have me focus on this year? But maybe you're watching this today. And however you found us, maybe someone shared it on Facebook or you were surfing the internet and you came across this message. Or maybe you're watching it a couple months from now and you're looking back. Wherever you find yourself in this moment, if you find yourself away from God, maybe your one word for this year is believe. Maybe you just need to believe and finally put your faith in him. Maybe it's confess that you're going to confess your faith to Jesus and, and repent and, and turn from that. Maybe for some of you it's finally, it's not a matter of belief in God you believe, but you know what, God, I'm going to really surrender to you. And so I don't know where you're at this year and where you find yourself right now, but the Bible says that all of us find ourselves away from God and, and you'll never achieve what God has for you until you make God the center of your life, until you put him in the driver's seat and surrender everything to him. And so today, I wanna lead you in a quick prayer. If you've never accepted Christ before, we would, we would not do any justice to this message if we didn't give you an opportunity to do that. So if you're watching today, wherever you are and you need Jesus, would you just simply repeat this prayer after me? Just say, dear Jesus, today I invite you in. Come into my life. I believe that you are the son of God and that you died for me so that I could live for you. I surrender everything to you, and I put my faith and my trust in everything that you are. In Jesus' name, amen.